Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Football Hour, the first hour of every show, every Monday, all football season, covering all things, well, football in the state of Montana. We try and keep it simple, right, Coulter? The Montana Football Hour? Yes, sir. It's not about basketball in Kansas, people, you know? Sutel Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, and online at KurtzPolaris.com. You can find us on Twitter at Gus Tutel, that's me, at 1029 ESPN and at Skyline Sports MT as well for all your breaking and up to the moment. Big Sky Conference sports information. It's like following Adam Schefter before the Big Sky at Skyline Sports MT. Um, Coulter, uh, as we continue in the uh, Lithia Ford Montana football hour, uh, we spent uh, a lot of time, we spent the whole first segment basically on the, on the University of Montana, on the Grizzlies. It's time now to uh, jump over the hill. Talk about Montana State and the Bobcats, who face Texas Tech out of the Big 12 on uh, on uh, uh, Saturday. And to me, um, I would prefer, if, if I was a coach, even a player or whatever, to, to be playing an opponent like Texas Tech in game one as opposed to, first of all, as opposed to any other game, game three or whatever, but also as opposed to a team like South Dakota in game one. If anybody watched the whole, the whole uh, uh, Miami-Florida football game on Saturday, 
First games are weird, man. They're just weird. They just are. The, the tackling was atrocious. In the atrocious. The turnovers. How about the defense? How about the defensive backs? Just flail all over the place. How many oh. pass interference calls were there? Twenty. Just and 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 turnovers and everything. And look, Florida was clearly the better team. I have. I thought Miami was did a, did a very nice job, especially you know the first you know first time head coach there coaching his first game and so forth. I thought I thought they were good. Florida's better than Miami is clearly. They're more than four points better than Miami is. It turned out to be a four point game and an absolute dogfight. And all you care about in the first game is just give me a W. Just, I don't care how. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care about anything. Just let me win the doggone football game because they are weird. With that in mind, a game against a like opponent that turns out to be a really big game for your schedule is even more, if I may say, coin flippy in a game one than it would be in another game. Whereas this game now for Montana State, they get a go. They get to have their redshirt freshman quarterback make his first ever start in what will probably be the toughest place he'll ever play and the toughest conditions he might ever play, and certainly from a heat standpoint. And, and, and you play a game that you have no pressure on you to win or anything else. Certainly, you should have some pressure on you to go out and, and play at a high level, go out and perform. You, want, you don't want to walk out onto the stage that you're going to have and lay an absolute egg, you know? And, and Coach Choate in his press conference talked about, you know, it's an opportunity uh, for the brand to represent itself on a national stage. And there is uh, there's pride in that for any, you know, small school team that steps up in the division, certainly to the Power Five, to go out there and not simply be... I mean, it matters to not go out there and lose 70-7. to seven, You know what I mean? It, it does. You want it to be a, a, a competitive at least kind of football game. Uh, but Montana State has the opportunity now to go to Texas Tech. When you think about them opening in Lubbock culture, what comes to your mind and what do you think this, what are you looking, what would you be looking to get out of this game if you were Jeff Choate aside from healthy? Pray that the lightning storm in Lubbock hits and you get the check and don't have to play it down. Oh, for crying No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. I was looking at the Doppler. The storm is going to hit right when the game is supposed to kick off. So it's going to be, it could be a total weather, uh, weather influenced game in a completely different way than they thought when, when the, when there was projecting a month out what the temperature was going to be like for this game, it was supposed to be 104 degrees, which means it's about 120 on the turf. Mm -hmm. And, Matt Wells made the comment uh, during one of his uh, fall camp press conferences. He said, it's going to be 170 on the turf, and we don't know if Montana, if those Montana boys are going to be able to react to that. And then Choate must have listened to it because then he went on a rant and fired back and said, if it's really 170 degrees on the turf, and I stick my thermometer in the turf, and it says 170, I'm, I ain't playing. We're not, we're not playing. <laughs> so no. gamesmanship on both sides regardless. But 109 in Lubbock today. But the high, the last I checked in Lubbock on Saturday, was 89 degrees. But a thunder and lightning storm is supposed to hit the area right around kick. Okay. And so, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But to answer your question, what does Montana State want to get out of this game? I think that sometimes when you play an FBS team, especially if you get overwhelmed, and you get behind the eight ball pretty early on, it's... It's it's natural to try to pull out all the stops, but then all of a sudden, okay, like Weber State against Utah, the other I guess it was two years ago. Landon Stice returns a fumble for a touchdown. You're up seven nothing. Now all of a sudden you start running all your crazy stuff, and then 
you get 41 yards, and the whole rest of the game just get absolutely hammered. Mm-hmm. And you, then you worry, okay, what did we show on film? We lost 41 to seven, but also we showed all our formations on film. So then do you dial it back? There's just a lot of different ways to manage it. The thing I think the Cats have is the fact that they have a redshirt freshman making his first career start in what is sure to be a hostile environment. I think that then gives them, ironically, the ability to run all the crazy stuff they do run on offense and not show any of the new stuff because the conventional stuff is the new stuff for Montana State. <laughs> Seven-step drop, throw the ball down the field. That's new. Haven't no seen one's it. seen that yeah. under Jeff Choate. Well, and so I think you can. I think if you if you run a lot of these different quarterback stuff, I think there's a worry about showing all that stuff too early most of the time in your openers. In this game, show it all mm-hmm. because then it means that Casey Bauman's not on the field for. 50, 60 snaps, that's less hits, it's less nerves, all that stuff. It's interesting to, to, to try and think about how a coach in, in a position that Jeff Choate is in approaches a game like this. Well, he took pains to set the table to make sure you understand out there, you Montana State fans, exactly what, what, what the level is, what the difference is between a team like Texas Tech and a program like Texas Tech and that at Montana State. Uh, certainly the, the challenges that a place uh, like, uh, like Lubbock present, it's a long trip. Um, it's about two hour and 40 minute flight. And so, you know, that's a little bit different for us. A lot of times regionally, we don't have to travel quite as far, although this year is kind of the exception. Um, you know, certainly when you're playing a, a university that has 21,000 more undergrads than the university that you are coaching at, uh, they've got about $70 million more in their athletic budget than we have here at Montana State. Uh, I would be the lowest paid coach on their staff on base salary by about $40,000. And so that gives you maybe a little bit of perspective. Uh, there's going to be 40,000. From 43,000 more people in the stands than if we had a sellout here at Montana State, and they got 22 more scholarships. Cornerbacks coach for $50,000 more than being a head coach? Take that deal. And that's not even the, the craziest disparity. If you want to really just understand the level of money that exists in the SEC or the Big Ten, go look at the budgets for some schools. Oh, yeah. Like I, some, I can't remember why this happened, but somebody forwarded me Tennessee's athletic budget one time. Tennessee's assistant strength coach, assistant strength coach, makes more money than either head coach in Montana. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it is what it is, and that's part of the deal. But I think an interesting you know, approach to go, you know, let's just be very clear about what it is. And you're never going to say as a head coach, I mean, you know, we, we don't expect to win or, you know, we're just going to deal with the fact that we're going to take our lumps and stuff like that. But you also, I mean – only the most optimistic, I would think, of Montana State fans are sitting here going, hey, you know, game one, anything can happen. Let's do, you know. But at the same time, I think a lot of fans don't have a really sober, necessarily, understanding of just exactly what we're talking about when you talk about, I mean, 22 scholarships. You know what that is? Every starter. <laughs> no doubt. You know, and, and millions of dollars in facilities and preparation, all of this stuff. So it, 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 it obviously matters. And it's a Texas-based team, by the way, if you're wondering. What what is the hardest position to recruit at the FCS level, especially out west in the Big Sky Conference? Probably quarterback. Cornerback. Yeah, because they're what? Because of the length and the speed that you can't have, you can't find. Right, and you're only one level away from being out offered by somebody that the kid's going to pick almost every time. Like if you got a kid on the line from Tacoma, and he's like a three-star dude who could be a four-year starter for you. As soon as Washington or Washington State comes in, it's out. He's mm-hmm. out, and. So it's so hard to recruit that position, regardless of what Texas Tech does on offense. Because Matt Wells, you know, yeah, Utah State, Utah State averaged forty-seven and a half points per game last year, but they rushed the ball for about two hundred and ten yards per game. 
that's a far cry from what Texas Tech's been running on offense for the last 20 years. And, and while that's one thing that maybe gets uh, overshadowed a little bit is the air raid actually does include a lot of interior zone stuff. The best air raid teams, like Washington State rushes for about 150 yards a game when they're operating at their best. They're just throwing for another 350. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the Mike Leach formula. 350 through the air, 150 on the ground. But, but Texas Tech only ran for about 115, 120 yards last year per game. So regardless of what, though, Matt Wells implements, this is the first year in the last 20 that they haven't had a straight air raid guy as their head coach. So what does that mean? What do they got? 20 ridiculous receivers. Yeah. I mean, this T.J. Vasher kid, this kid had, I think, four Power 5 offers to play basketball, mm-hmm. let alone... Offers from Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma to play football. And he picked Texas Tech because he's from Wichita Falls, right by Lubbock. But the kid's 6'6", 215. He's going to be starting in the NFL in two years. Yeah. No doubt. And so that's where I think that regardless of what you think of this matchup, I do think Montana State will be able to hang on the lines better than what most FCS teams can hang in the trenches with an FBS, a Power 5. But I just I just think that there's going to be – Texas Tech's – 16th receiver is going to have an advantage on the perimeter against Montana State's starting quarters. Quickly, Coulter, uh, just quickly, though. Texas State, you're familiar with those Bobcats? They play at Texas A&M. They're a 36-point underdog, 35-point underdog. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Tech, in the same dang conference as Clemson, albeit Clemson's the best team in the country, 36-point underdog there. Would you like to take a stab at the line in this Montana State-Texas Tech game? Do you know what it is? The Montana State Texas yep. State, it was 21 and a half when it opened. Well, it's at 25 now. Okay. That's pretty respectable, seems to me, when you talk about an FCS opponent playing at a, you know, Power 5 school, uh, 25 points. One thing uh, that is certainly everybody's going to have their eyes on, you know, no matter what, certainly in an atmosphere like this, is Casey Bauman. Casey Bauman making his first ever start. He's going to have his first truly meaningful snaps in a college football game. And guess what? It's going to be in the heat and the atmosphere of a Big 12 football game. So here you go uh, with Coach uh, Choate asked about, you know, his expectations for Casey Bauman making his first start. Yeah, I think poise is the thing I want to see. But, I, I mean, the reality is, He's going to be nervous, and he should be. I mean, you know, for me to stand up here and say, oh, this guy's going to be calm, cool, collected, ice water in his vein. No, come on. You know, I mean, th- that's human nature. And so um, what we got to do is we got to get him hit a couple times, and, you know, he's got to kind of shake it off and go play. And he will. I mean, I, you know, the, the, the worst time for him is going to be from the time that we get off the field in warm-ups until he takes his first snap. That's going to seem like an eternity. And so um, – but that's part of that's part of growing up, you know. I mean, I think about where you want. You, hey, you got a, a young quarterback who's making his first collegiate start, and he's doing it in that atmosphere. Everything after this is going to seem a little easier. And I think there's a lot of truth to that, Coulter. You and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed, guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber. Gotta have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You got to get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana, through Bozeman and around Gallatin County. More than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive. Innovative. And a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. 
Click on the link below. Go blackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know what they're up to and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. The thing that I'm interested in is all of the talk that kind of came out of the second scrimmage that, that, that Montana State played and Casey Bauman playing in that scrimmage was, you know, it was pretty clear, and not just Casey Bauman, but, but others as well. There was nerves at play where they're out there, they're suited up, they're playing live, you know, football for the maybe for the first time in a lot of cases of the younger guys, you know, in that in that college atmosphere and, and, and for Montana State. I mean, just how much more, even with a scrimmage under your belt, are the nerves possibly going to be at play when you are making your first start at Texas Tech? I mean, that's that is significant. Uh, and I don't know what, you know, the answer to that is, but at some point you do just have to go like, you know, it is what it is. We got to just go out here and let it rip. Interesting point too, with a young quarterback during fall camp, Casey Bauman's only ever been playing against his teammates. And by the time you get to the last fall camp practice, the last fall camp scrimmage, now you've been going against the Montana state secondary. That's the only unit you've got against for Count them up, th- more than 30 practices. So they know your tendencies better than anybody. They're screwing with you at that point. Yeah. And, of course, you're nervous because you're in front of your home crowd, whatever. Oh, what I'm saying is so much of the nerves in this game are going to be natural, as Jeff Choate just said, for Casey Bauman. But then say he say they run a, a play action and he hits a he hits Kevin Cassis for a 40-yard gain on his first throw. Now you're juiced. And now maybe the nerves completely go away. Maybe now you just ride the momentum for a little while. And then once you get hit in the back by the big 12 caliber DN who's coming off the edge, now you're back to reality, but at least you're in it yeah. rather than just melting down. And I think that's right. where it's going to all go. You know, But say on the opposite, say you just throw a pick six on your first throw. Well, now you're in the dumps. Now what are you going to do? That's going to be the key is how do they? How does he bounce back? Because that that's the whole key in all of football, right? I mean, it doesn't matter how bad you are. Almost everybody's going to get whipped at some point. Unless you're Aaron Donald. <laughs> Besides that, <laughs> like you're you're gonna get humbled at some point, right? Yeah. I mean, Peyton Manning probably threw fifty pick sixes in his career, yeah. right? So how do you bounce back from that? That's gonna be the key. And also though, how the coaches handle it, right? My whole analysis of this whole situation has been once they pick a dude, whether it was Tucker Rovig or Casey Bauman, they gotta roll with that dude. Say Bauman throws two picks in the first quarter. I you can't give him the hook because then oh. I think you start the you just you you just you hit the nitro boost around the carousel because then it just starts going and it's never going to stop. There is no here. Here's the thing, you, you there is no there is no uh, 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 level that Casey Bauman could play at in terms of a, a negative, a bad level that would justify him being pulled. See, and I see, I see. I think, the, I think that there's one one circumstance. Say he pulls a Nathan Peterman, throws five picks in the first the, half. The exception to that. He cannot be pulled for a performance, period, no matter how bad it is. He can be pulled if you feel like he is about about to part, like he's going to lose himself if because of the way that he's playing, at which point you're taking him out to help him. You're not taking him out to, as, as like, oh, you're not playing well enough to be here. It, it, this happens in hockey, right, with goalies all the time. All of a sudden, you give up your fifth and sixth one. You're t- completely mentally out of it. You take the goalie out so that he's not humiliated anymore. You know what I mean? That's a scenario that, that you know, ho- hopefully for Montana State, that doesn't come to pass because that will be bad news. But, but to me, he goes out, you're right. If he throws two picks in the first quarter, does not matter. 
You're rolling back out there. Period. You're our guy, and especially in like there's this is this is not the game that matters, quote unquote, for Montana State. You want to go out there, take some live bullets, go. Wow, we just played in Lubbock, Texas. That was pretty cool. Come back to you know to Montana and get your season started. That's what the thing I think is the biggest benefit. Is, is you can do that. Right? There's there's certain positions where like say T.J. Vasher does catch three touchdowns. He's got 150 yards. He just kills your corners, which I expect fully for Texas Tech to isolate that matchup and go right at him because Montana State's likely going to be starting Tyree Gibson at corner, redshirt freshman, first career start. You're talking about, I mean, Casey Bauman's going to get plenty of reps. You get the ball in your hands all the time. So maybe you go three and out, two series in a row. You're working into it. You're working into it. When you're Tyree Gibson, you're just lined up against this six foot six guy who's an all Big 12 receiver. That's the guy whose head's going to be spinning. That's where the nerves come from. But that's the thing. The guys on Southeast Missouri that are coming to Bozeman, Montana to play in the gold rush are going to seem like pedestrians compared to what you see. I mean, when you're Montana State's interior offensive line, there ain't nobody like the Bunkley kid you're going to go against in any other game that you play this year. (laughs) So I think that's the benefit of the whole thing. Stu Tell Nuanas, it is the Montana Football Hour presented by Lithia Ford. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll keep going. It's game week, people. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. To tell in Nuanes on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Missoula. It's the Montana Football Hour. Presented by Lithia Ford, the first hour of every show on Monday. First hour of every week covering Montana football. And it is finally game week. Walter Tutel Nuanas broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. Online at kurtzpolaris.com. Uh, we are going to spend a lot more time all week on Montana and Montana State and their games. I wanted to touch quickly, though, Coulter, on just acknowledging here, of course, high school mm-hmm. football is oh, getting yeah. started this week. Friday night, Friday night lights going to be bright. Uh, Billings West, the double-A level, is the defending state champs. Uh, Bozeman lost in an upset. They had been undefeated. They lost to Flathead in a semifinal game. So Flathead uh, went to that championship game in Billings, lost in a very, uh, a really close, a low-scoring football game in the snow and the cold like it should be for a state championship football game in the state of Montana. But we expect Flathead to be good again. Uh, we expect Billings West to certainly be good again. Bozeman 
generally is always good. They have suffered a pretty significant injury, though, Coulter, from what I understand in their uh, in their red-black scrimmage this past weekend. Yeah, McCain O'Reilly is probably the best two-way player in AA. Uh, he suffered a uh, basically a broken ankle, mm. and he is out for the season, which is a huge bummer. The official diagnosis, a fractured left fibula, so that's lower leg. Yeah. Painful, first of all, but O'Reilly's a, a stud. I mean, Joe Olson got hurt last year. And talk about the bad injuries for the two Bozeman running backs. Joe Olson breaks his wrist slash arm last year. And then he comes back for the Shrine game, blows his knee, so he doesn't get invited to Volcano Montana State because he's, he's probably going to have to at least redshirt, maybe even gray shirt, to perhaps delay his eligibility. Uh, but then Mokato Riley came in and rushed for 1,400 yards it, as Olsen's replacement to earn first-team All-State honors, even as being the best inside linebacker in the state as well. He's a first-team All-State mm-hmm. inside linebacker, also a state champion wrestler. So the kid's a stud. I, in my opinion, I think he's the best recruit Montana State has gotten a verbal commit from so far this year. Montana's best are Carson Rostad from Hamilton, who will be fun to cover this year, exciting to watch. And Jackson Lee from Missoula Sentinel, who's a transfer from Flint Creek. Those two guys are going to be really fun to watch, too, when we're talking about high school football. But Makeda Riley being out, that hurts Bozeman big time, and it's a bummer, too, because he is now going to be coming to Montana State as a little bit of a damaged goods. I mean, that's an injury where it's a clean break, so I think that you can recover pretty well from it, but still uh, a bummer. But back to your point, across the state and across the city, whatever, whatever we're talking about, it's going to be an intriguing year because I think that uh, I think AA is wide open. For sure, you know Billings West does return a couple standouts. Josh Urbacher, the quarterback's back. Demarcus Carr, their stud running back, is back. Uh, Connor Ryan, who recently committed to the Cats, he's back. But they did lose a lot as well, including Jesse Owens and Trevor Gradney, who are both playing here for the Grizzlies. Um, you know Bozeman, this injury definitely hurts them. Flathead, a new coach because Kyle Sampson's now the uh, offensive coordinator at Montana Tech. You know, but then Missoula Sentinel has some intrigue. How much of a splash can Jackson Lee make? Right. How much does Levi Janicaro's little brother, Coulter Janicaro, help buoy Big Sky this year? Right. Hellgate won two games last year. That changes the whole landscape of AA football because Hellgate won no games for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Raleigh Wooster, uh, uh, definitely a, a playmaker. So I think that AA is wide open. I think Class A should be, uh, it's going to be a redemption tour for Hamilton, having yeah. lost two straight state championship games, and they got the dude. They got the, the gunslinger in the state in Carson Rostad. Can they ride that momentum? Loyola, I mean, talk about highs and lows. Loyola has, they won two straight state championships about five five and four years ago. Then they lose on the Hail Mary to Eureka a couple years ago. Then they lose to Fairfield after an epic run in the state championship last year. So they've experienced the whole gamut at the Class B level. So that'll be a fun story to, to cover. And then, I, like I wrote in the Sports Center this morning, Flint Creek, the Drummond Phillipsburg Co-op, they're gunning for their third straight state title at the Class C level. And ironically, the last team to do that was Drummond before it was a co-op back when Chase Reynolds and the boys were playing. So a lot of good storylines in high school football uh, to cover throughout the year. Well, it's certainly uh, a, a fun time of year. Love uh, watching and uh, and and checking in on the high school kids and, and uh, we'll be certainly uh, paying attention to them. And uh, we'll have some interviews coming up with you from some area coaches, uh, you know, here coming up, headed into the season and certainly throughout the season as well. It is to tell Nuanas that puts a, uh, a, a period at the end of the Montana Football Hour, presented by Lithia Ford. It certainly does not mean we stop talking about football in the state of Montana, though. I mean, it is what we're going to do. It's, it's it's what we're here to do. But uh, next, we got to talk a little bit, right? Sometimes national stories pop up, and you, go, you know, let the national people take the national stuff. But this is one that is 
Uh, pretty remarkable, I think, to just about everybody and certainly worth us talking about for a while. Andrew Luck retiring at the age of 29 over the weekend. What's the right reaction to have? What was your reaction? We'll get to all of it next. And will he ever play again? Alpine Touch has been providing you with the distinct seasonings you know and love for decades. Now, Alpine Touch has something to help you unleash the freshness of all the delicious flavors you need to spice up any meal. Check out Alpine Touch's new coarse grinds, unleashing the fresh taste of the garlic pepper or all-purpose seasonings to please any nose or taste bud. Coarse grinds can be purchased by the pound at retail locations around the state or at alpinetouch.com. Use the code ESPN10 at checkout to get 10% off any online order. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Coulter, you and I have built our lives on communication, and one thing that people may not realize is Blackfoot. That is their bread and butter, and right now, they are spending a ton of time and money creating an incredible network of fiber optic cables across the state of Montana, a state that, thank you very much, could use some innovation and advancement in that way, right? You probably already know Blackfoot, a local partner for internet, voice, and professional services that fuel growing businesses like yours. Right now, Blackfoot is extending its fiber optic cable networks in Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and around the region. Yeah, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable. It's a stunning amount that they're putting in right now. Check out goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link if you're on Podbean or just copy the URL into your browser. Go see what they're up to. I think you'll be impressed when you find out all the things that Blackfoot does. Particularly in Bozeman. Bozeman, as you know, is booming right now, and Blackfoot... They got you all taken care of. How does fiber optics benefit your business? We're not quite sure, but Blackfoot sure does. Give them a call, 866-541-5000, or find them online at goblackfoot.com. Will Andrew Luck ever play football again? That's the poll question. 75% of you say no. I would tend to agree with that group. It's 2TEL Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio, broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. Online at KurtzPolaris.com. If you missed anything in the first hour, listen on the podcast. Podcast available on the TuneIn Radio app or iTunes or Spotify or anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. You can listen to the 2TEL Nuanas podcast. Thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. 329-1899, the phone number. You want to give us a call? Feel free. We'd be happy to talk with you. 329-1899. All guests join us via the Rankish Brothers RV phone line. You can listen live on the stream. 129ESPN.com. The stream brought to us by Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Coulter, uh, I was at uh, Roots Fest over the weekend. I Mm -hmm. was uh, there with the kids enjoying some great music. Fun down there, by this by the way, this weekend. If you were down there, which you likely were, because a lot of people were, uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun down there. Some unbelievable art, some great uh, 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 you know setups, some, some some great tent setup with some uh, some cool uh, wares being uh, handed out. Obviously, some fantastic music, some great food, all of it. Uh, a fun community event, and I'm standing down there on Saturday evening, and I hear Andrew Luck retired. Said, uh, excuse me. No, 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 no. Retired. Retired. Wow. That's a stunner. That's a stunner. And it became less and less of a stunner with every passing second that I actually thought about it. Um, 
in fact, uh, Kevin Van Valkenburg, I thought, sent a great tweet about it. He goes, if you stand on the sideline, the hits are sounds you can never unhear. The crazy thing is playing. And there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, you just go stand on the sidelines of a college football practice in Montana, and it's crazy. Yeah. So, but this is, I mean, you, you're you still talking about a guy who was the chosen one, and when he was playing, played at a very high level. And in particular, last year, I believe was he, he was not, was he not the bounce-back player of the year, the comeback player of the year last year uh, after being out for essentially a whole season? And was phenomenal. I mean, I thought Andrew Luck looked like a bad man when he was playing football last season. And, you know, you hear about this foot thing, this angle thing, and so forth. And then you hear about, like, maybe more stuff like maybe he's having a hard time picking up his child because of his shoulder. And that maybe there was a mistake made in the shoulder surgery. And then you hear... I mean, you don't hear, you know that he played with a hello, bruised spleen. I mean, don't even get me started on the level of impact that it would take to do that. And especially for a guy as big as him. I mean, it's insane. And and by the way, if you want to place blame, to me it starts in, in the front office and not so much with Jim Ursay, but more the general manager level where you get the absolute can't-miss quarterback in the draft that you could only pray to get and then are absolutely unable and completely, utterly unable to protect him. I mean, he's wrecked because he was rolled out there with nothing to help him. And now that they have done the work to build the team around him, particularly up front, and they have a good offensive line now, he's not there and and, and is no longer able or willing to play. I listened to Andrew Luck's entire press conference, uh, which was sort of impromptu. He was planning on having it Sunday, but then the tweet got out, and then, you know, it was sort of forced to fast forward. And here's the thing that I, I, I was struck by about Andrew Luck is when he started talking about 2016, and he said, you know what, I, I, I knew, I couldn't practice all the time. He said, if I, I knew that if I was ever faced with that, perspective uh, or, or possibility again that I would not I would not do what I did the first time I would I would walk away and he said he said I ended up in a you know and he almost said it in passing but he kind of said I, I, I ended up in a pretty dark place and I don't know if that was emotionally I don't know if that was from a rehab standpoint and some of the things that go along with that but it was very clear to me that this is a guy who he said, you know, that, that this that, that injuries and the pain rehab loop that he has been in um, have taken away the fun of the game, the enjoyment of the sport. I would think it would. Yes, I would. That that seems to me to make all the sense in the world. But also, um, you know, a guy who. He's he's an incredibly smart. He's not merely a Stanford grad, right? I mean, this a- Andrew Luck is one of the one of the truly you know deep thinkers and intellectuals that that football has, and there's not many, and he's one of them. And the impact that that your mind can have on you when you when any of us encounter various things that are, you know that go through things, whether it's you know, personal, experiential, whether it's circumstantial, whatever it is, 
it can have a pretty significant impact on your psyche and your sort of mental well-being. And what I saw was a guy who, and he said as much that he was tired and not merely physically tired, that he was emotionally, mentally tired. And I, I, I take him at his word on that. And I, for all the people who are shocked by this, and I was just like everybody. I mean, I think anybody who heard this goes, what are you talking about? But also, the, the more that I think about him who he is and what he's gone through, the more this makes actually all the sense in the world to me. And I, 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 on one, I mean, I think I kind of really applaud him. I mean, it's not easy to go into your owner who's paid you millions and millions and millions of dollars and has a, basically a franchise resting on you and go, I'm, I'm sorry. I like you, but I am not willing to do this anymore. That's not an easy conversation to have, and I think there's a lot of guys who probably would have liked to have done that that couldn't bring themselves to that place to do it. And Andrew Luck did it, and and uh, you know his legacy is going to be a very interesting one when we look back years from now uh, uh, at, at who and what he is. And is this a precedent-setting move? I don't know, but this is this was a stunner over the weekend. But I, I have grown, actually, in my respect for Andrew Luck out of this, not, 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 uh, not lessened in it. Me too. Coulter, some people like the Clark Fork. Some people like the Flat Hood, the Bitterroot. My favorite river has always been Blackfoot. We finally agree on something. Me too. I love Thibodeau Falls. I love Rainbow's End. I love the Blackfoot River. You know, if a company was smart, they'd just name themselves Blackfoot. By God, look at the geniuses over here at Blackfoot. They've gone and they've done it, and now guess what? They're working around the clock and around the state to lay hundreds of miles of fiber optic cables to increase hugely the the efficiency and the speed of communication across the state of Montana. It's pretty likely you already know Blackfoot as a local partner for internet, voice, professional services. Anything you need to fuel your growing business. But like you said, they're building hundreds and hundreds of miles of cable across Montana. And right now, they're expanding their fiber network into Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and other regions. Find out more about what Blackfoot does. Give them a call, 866-541-5000, or go to goblackfoot.com. That's goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link here on the Podbean site, or if you're listening in elsewhere, just copy the URL. Drop it in there, goblackfoot.com. What's the worst injury you've ever experienced? I mean, I've been pretty lucky, all things considered. Aside from my chronic foot, which is not really an injury, I've broken an arm. Okay. Um, You're, have you ever, like, blown up your ankle? No. no, I've never torn or a, a knee torn, or a shoulder. Torn a ligament. Never, never. I'm not, I'm not here to say, oh, here's all the crazy injuries I've had. I've had a lot of crazy injuries, though. But... It, that's a matter of just luck and lack of grace or whatever. But the whole point is, though, just obviously not strong enough. <laughs> what, what, what I'm getting at here, though, is that I think that first of all, I think that there's been a lot of blowback at this. There's been a lot of vitriol. Andrew Luck was booed as he's coming off the field, and as you were arguing with our good buddy Sean yeah, Rainey from I have SWX a Montana, on this, yeah. well, right, but like as you were saying, you know, it is an emotional thing that happened in that moment, and you know, whatever. What I'm getting at, though, is that. The majority of people that watch the NFL have never suffered any injuries that are anywhere close to what Andrew Luck has suffered. They have not exploded their ankle. I mean, go break your ankle and have all the ligaments pop and tell me how it feels. It's horrific. I'd rather get hit in the fuck in the head with a sledgehammer. I would rather get hit right between the eyes with a sledgehammer than 
than have some of the ankle injuries yeah. that these guys have had. I mean, yeah. it's, there's so many nerve endings, there's so much pain, it hurts so bad. And then you talk about the brain element of this, both the mental element of trying to come back from a lower extremity injury, but also just the brain trauma that you might experience yourself. And I think that there's also a massive misperception that all surgeries and all surgeons are created equal. It's not the truth. No, it is not. There has been so many people that have had s- surgeries go awry, and it's not even necessarily the surgeon's fault. A lot of times, you might not just you might just be not suited for right. surgery. Not everybody heals the same. Not everybody reacts to medication and painkillers and anesthesia the same. So, there's, so to say that because Adrian Peterson can blow out his knee and then come back from that nine months later with no complaints and then rush for two thousand yards. That's the standard, but that's not realistic for anyone. It's not realistic for athletes, and that's the thing that we have, I think, has gone by the wayside. And there's no way for anybody to tell Andrew Luck what he feels like. If he truly lost the joy of the game, football is far too dangerous and takes far too much commitment for you to try to play in the NFL without having full passion for what you are doing. And the other thing is I thought this was a very interesting tweet. This is from Hannah Kaiser. She is a uh, national baseball writer for YahooSports.com. I I, I love Hannah Kaiser. I thought this was the best take I read on Twitter. She said, not that you need my opinion, but I do not begrudge Andrew Luck one bit for opting out of the arms race that is medical science as it relates to modern professional sports and the kind of pain management we demand of players so that every pro sport can always be getting bigger, faster, and stronger. Mm. It's so true. And that's the NFL in a nutshell, right? If you can't hack it, we'll just find another one. We'll, we'll just find somebody. And, and it's harder to replace a, a headliner player like Andrew Luck. But the thing is this, is, this was shocking because Andrew Luck is such a visible person. He's been in the spotlight since he was a sophomore in college at Stanford. And, and just came off. Uh, I mean, a tremendous best, season. Best season. Right. He, and that's, he had moved into the ranks of the elite. Totally. And, and... And all the things that go behind it. I mean, the fact that he was anointed as the chosen one, right. the next great quarterback. The fact that you you moved on from Peyton Manning as the Indianapolis Colts for this guy. And I think there's a, such an element of this being so shocking because Andrew Luck has so many questions surrounding his career. Because when you by and large analyze it, he has been tremendously individually talented. He was dealt a terrible hand in Indianapolis, and he made the best of it. They made the playoffs, I think, what, three times in his seven yeah, and, and seasons? And one of the great comebacks, right, in the history of the game against Kansas City. Totally, totally. But on yeah. the flip side, you'll always say, what if he hadn't been hurt for more than half of his career? Well, On the flip side, you'll always say, how did that guy only win two playoff games? With all the talent he has, how did he only win two playoff games? But the whole point I'm making here is that Andrew Luck is more visible in doing this, but he's not the first one to do this. In That's my right. in my right. mind in my mind Andrew Luck is a borderline Hall of Famer. Maybe I don't think so though. I don't think he's a Hall of Fame guy. I think his career was too short. He had Hall of Fame potential, but he's not a Hall of Famer. Agreed. Patrick Willis is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he walked away at the exact same age. Mm-hmm. You, you try to tell me Patrick Willis isn't tough? You want to know how hard this is on your body? Look mm-hmm. at Patrick Willis. I mean, he's one of the toughest and guys in the world. San Francisco. Who, who, they had a, a a kid who was in the running for defensive rookie of the year. Yep. Played one year. Said no. Good, Followed Patrick old. Willis's yeah. lead exactly right. And Calvin Johnson, yeah. I mean, Calvin Johnson is first ballot Hall of Famer all day. He yeah. walked away, twenty nine years Sanders. old. I mean, the, the, Barry Sanders, in, in, in great one. So, so Gail Sayers. This is this is maybe more the most recent, but I do think. Well, it, 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 it's hard for me to say. I I I think this was. Uh, uh, 
I think it's a little bit sobering to a lot of people, though, to to sit there and go, okay, well, well, if that's what's going on with this guy, uh, you know, where where are we at on 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 you know the physic not the physicality. I mean, we we know where we're at on the physicality of it. It's the most physically demanding and frankly physically painful game on earth. But I really don't think that people truly get it. No, how could you? Like, I don't think that they realize that pro NFL athletes, they spend as much time watching film and practicing as they do rehabbing. No. I mean, you these guys are straight sitting in the training room for three or four hours a day. Yes, yes. It's, it, it's, uh, and if you didn't, you wouldn't be able to even move. Mm-hmm. And that's not Andrew Luck. That's more of the high-impact positions. But these guys, I mean, people are making fun of Antonio Brown for his cryogenic chamber freezing of his feet. But you have to go to that level, that those sort of measures if you want to last in the NFL after the age of 28. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. 